This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Poods, you know I hate asking you for advice. Yeah, that's why your life is a mess. You make terrible choices. As I was saying, I think in this instance, I need to ask you for help. Ooh, this feels good. I feel like I should have a throne to sit on. Will you kiss my shoe? Focus! Okay, so as you know, I'm starting to put myself out there again, and recently I kind of hooked up with a guy. Let me guess. You met him at a Dr. Pepper exhibit or in the aisle of a Ralph's grocery shopping for Oreos? No. We met at a meet and greet for men who like to knit. I just got so sad. Continue. Well, the meeting was in a park, and it was very warm that day, and later on when I went back to his apartment. All right, now we're getting to it. What kind of weirdo are we talking about here? Have a third nipple? Curly toenails? Glass eye? No, but but he did smell a bit swampy down there. Ah, yes, the delicate dance of summer begins. Well, yes, and now that summer is happening, I'm doing more outdoor things, and I want to keep things fresh in all the right places. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. It's all about your underwear, Maddie. It's a common mistake for someone as inexperienced as you. See, for most of the year, fancy underwear technology sounds unnecessary. Breathable, quick-dry, moisture-wicking, anti-odor, most of it's overkill. But then summer hits. Steaming beads of sweat are forming slimy pools in places they shouldn't. Suddenly, breathable, quick-dry, moisture-wicking, and anti-odor are sounding pretty damn essential. Wow, when you put it like that. Maddie, summer is coming fast, and you need to be prepared like me. With Me Undies. Me Undies has something for every guy this summer. Their micro-modal fabric is breathable and comfortable, especially the ball caddy with its special pouch to help you avoid bat-winging. Bat-winging? Yeah, you know when your kiwis get splayed out like a lumpy pancake? Hey, boys, it's hot in here. Oh, well, I love Me Undies, but I've never had their micro-modal fabric. You know I hate to be hot, and Me Undies' micro-modal fabric keeps me cool. The material is light, breathable, and has a great fit so that it makes my peach look ripe for the picking. Ooh, but I am leaning in. Oh, yes. MeUndies has a cut for every guy's butt. They have over 10 different styles, ranging from boxer briefs to jock straps to their special ball caddy pouch underwear that keeps you from bat-winging ever again. And these cuts come in over 100 different colors and prints, ranging from black to all over dinosaurs. And I do love that they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Oh, and I love the return policy, too. When I purchased my first pair of MeUndies, it was the wrong size. Way too small. I'll have you know it was too big. Whatever you have to tell yourself. Anyway, I tried to return it, and they said keep it. Yes, because if you're not happy with your first pair of undies, it's on me undies. Sissies, there's no need for you or your man to be swampy this summer. MeUndies' signature super soft micromodal fabric is breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. If you need something even more breathable and summer-proof, check out the Move Me line with Breathe Fabric, which has moisture-wicking and anti-odor technology, perfect for working out or just keeping you extra cool on those sweltering days. Well, thanks, Poods. You know, I usually refrain from asking you for advice as much as possible, but this time it worked out. Lord, I didn't want to be right, but I am. Sissy, summer is coming. 
Be prepared with MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. When I get older, losing my head many years from now, will you still be sending? I'd be out till quarter to three Would you lock the door? Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? When I'm 64 Yo, welcome to Reality Gaze. This is Poodle, and I have a guest with me. Matthew... <laughs> Mayor... Christina, how do you pronounce this? <laughs> it's M-A- Ma- Mayor? How do you pronounce your name? I'm so sorry. I know I know we've met before. But, Mateo! Uh, it's been a while. Mateo Mar! Uh, <laughs> great. Uh, Christina, we're going to have to discuss this. I need everything phonetically written out from now on. Um, uh, anyway, that, that's got to be hard. Having a name no one can pronounce. Uh, oh. So anyway, th- thank you for coming on my show, um, on the Poodle Cast. Here, it'll be a cold day in a dark <laughs> hell, when it's your show, <laughs> my show, <laughs> your show. Our Ciao, show. bitches! I'm back. I'm uh, back. Thanks it's, to Poods. It's been three months. Down the floor. Yeah, <laughs> it was three shows. You did three shows. Like, th- this is like it, it's like. This is like when people summer in in Italy. It was I did I did four shows by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know you did four show because um, especially a I, certain show with you and um, a certain um, I don't want to use names here. Let's just say the name rhymes with file um, from a podcast <laughs> called <laughs> called Fei Fei uh, yeah. Ninety Day Fei Fei. I've got some notes and comments um, and listeners from uh, of things that were inappropriately said on that podcast. Uh, I stand behind every single thing that was said on that podcast <sighs> until I listen to it. <laughs> then I may have some take backsies. I got to call Kim. We're going <laughs> to. <it's- laughs> we did go off on speaking of Golden Bachelor. We did talk about Jerry's Nam flashbacks. <laughs> I know. I had, I, I, yes, I had a woman who talked, whose father was a veteran, send me a message about it. Uh, well, <laughs> we all got pain, Effie. <laughs> I heard, I, I, let me give you some poll quotes while you were gone. <laughs> um, okay. This one says, great job, poodle. I was in, I was thoroughly entertained. There were no dead spaces. <laughs> uh, this one says, love the chemistry here. It's like you became a different person <laughs> without someone dragging you down. I, I, again, I'm not, I'm not editing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This one says, uh, who's Maddie? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Um, anyway, you're welcome. Well. You're welcome for the vacation. 
that's sorry. my that's sorry, my Christmas quotables. gift to you. That's my Christmas gift to you. Okay, and it's a gift more precious than gold. Oh, th- I thought that's your donut, your golden donut. <laughs> Will you, you accept <laughs> this golden donut? <laughs> I tell you uh, what, I appreciate you. Did, you. Thank you. you. I have a little You're gift wa- for you as well, but I'm not going to wait. I'm going to wait and give it to you on our 90 day show. It, How much is it worth? See you in person. It's priceless. It is actually. Mm, we'll see about that. I'll get it appraised. Um, I don't want something sentimental. I, I need cold, hard cash. Like apparently Gary. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to talk about that later. <laughs> so um, I, I didn't know. I wasn't spoiled. We're recording this on Saturday, December 2nd. I wasn't spoiled in this because um, I just wasn't really checking things anyway. I, I was spoiled right before I saw the ending. But right, also, right before, before I start watching, there's some other news about Gary Sissy's. Oh, have been me. I, I have not been reading it on purpose, so you're going to talk I about it today. I am going and I'll react. to. I am going to hit you with it, and uh, it is, it is um, informative and okay. does inform may inform a little bit about. It's nothing super salacious. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't like. Uh, he didn't like kill a hooker in, in Vegas or anything like okay. that. It's, it is, but it makes, it's all about how ABC set this up. And it's one of the reasons why we believed there's no one who's actually like this. Mm. And this is part of, this is, this is kind of part of how that informs everything. So let's, we'll, we'll talk about that. I'll, I'll do that at the end. Okay. Um, that way, if you don't, if you don't, if you want to be completely unspoilt uh, from sure. Gary, the Golden Bachelor, uh, and 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 I did not, and I did not completely destroy him by saying he sounded like Warren Jeffs, uh, and I still can't get it. I watched a little bit of Keep Sweet because it just shut up again, and I was like, oh my god, Gary really does talk like that. Did you enjoy the? Did you enjoy the finale in general? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Huh. I don't think I would enjoy a reality show finale unless it was, unless they actually fed someone to the lions. I I feel, I feel like. I saw where hmm. they did that at the Coliseum. Oh God. I would have loved to have seen a show there. (laughs) Get that Christian. (laughs) Disembowel him. I would have been that person screaming, get him! <laughs> you would have. You would have. Go, lion! I always root for the animals. I know you do. You always do. <laughs> you always do. Give the animals a fair shot. Let them take back the... I, take back always, the night animals. When the orcas always take down a, po- po- a boat, I get another text oh, from Poodle. I love it. I love True. it when they when they're just taking back the natural order of things. The animals hopefully will rise up and kill us all, and we will all deserve it. You look I very rested wait. as well. Your skin looks glowy. You wearing Thank something? You. No, I'm just. I I did get some sleep last night. Well, you look uh, nice. I don't think you. I don't. I don't know if I got rested because I was working my tail off all week. <laughs> oh, you were in Hawaii. That was the previous week. <laughs> I took a vacation, but still, we still kind of. <laughs> Managed it. Um, 
but that's okay. Oh, I can't you know, wait. Sometimes, you, one sometimes day you're going to want to leave. Sometimes we have to take lots and lots of personal time to <laughs> and inconvenience others, and that is fine. And that is fine. As long as everyone's on the same page. Oh boy. I'm I'm gonna be going. I'm 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 gonna go to Scandinavia for two fucking months. Do it. I'll be fine. Yeah, we'll see. No, you'll get you'll get too many things wrong. I can just see it now. No, I won't. I'll have to I'll have to set up the collab so someone will be able to check you when you say something ridiculous. That's what Christina's there for. That's true. Um, what I was saying, I liked the finale. The problems I had with it came a little bit with who they it it felt slightly exploitive to me, but I don't know if a finale like The Bachelor can not feel exploitive. I, I was gonna say, um, especially I, these later versions. I don't know if you've been. They're all like I this. don't know like if this. you can do that without having the tear the zoom in on the tears. Yeah, I will say. The hardest thing, the the thing that I was that I started almost laughing by the end was the faith cam. <laughs> yes. Every time something would happen that was kind of like where one woman was going through misery, it's like get faith's get faith's head on it because she's the queen of misery. <laughs> well, and a hundred percent, I think she's going to be. I think she's going to be the golden bachelorette. Yeah, I think Leslie may be a little too. I don't know what's the word destroyed. Um, <laughs> But who knows? I think it should be Faith. I think so, too. God, Faith looked gorgeous. And so did Leslie. Holy shit. I thought Teresa looked beautiful, too, in that dress. I do, too. I liked the the dress at the end. It's still Teresa, y'all. You know how I feel about her. Yeah, but I, the hairdresser fixed her hair a little bit better. They fixed her hair. The, they made – they gave her a good – like uh, a good uh, – the eye makeup was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made her, it, 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 but I think, you know, I, it's not that I'm, it's not that I hate Tracer. It is that I never liked how she interacted with the other women. And yeah, I, I always felt like she was there. She was, you really, are a girl. You are a girl's girl. I, I am. I am a girly, girly girl. I am a girl's girl. That's not true. If I was an actual woman, <laughs> I am not a girl's girl. <laughs> I would let it be known. If I was an actual woman in the bachelor house, I would throw any of you bitches under the bus to get what I needed. I am the opposite. As a man, I would like to say that I'm a girl's girl. Uh, As a man. But you are but not a you are not a man's man. I'm not a man's man. I will throw anyone <laughs> under the bus possible. If it's a choice between a woman and a man, I will always choose the woman to agree with. Almost, almost 100% of the time. That's good. I would actually agree with that normally. Uh, Because the man is usually wrong. My other issues were the fact that I – we've seen Bachelor – bachelor finales where they did not do the reveal where they did not go both to the engagement the the ceremonial engagement human sacrifice place uh but this one felt especially brutal and i'm not sure why um i don't know what were your feelings what did you think i mean it it felt very to me it felt very just kind of 
uh, copy paste bachelor finale now, the kind that we have. Uh, I never really, I don't love and I do love, but I always feel like we're, um, I hate it when Jesse's like, so, you know, Leslie, what do you want to say to Gary right now? And camera zooms in and it, it's like, it's like you're having a conversation. You know, when you're a kid and you watch, if you have those parents that like your mom will or your dad will talk to one another while they're t- while the other one's taking a shit and you know unfamiliar you, and you know you yeah you know you shouldn't be watching this and something's wrong with it that's yeah. how i feel every time they do these conversations uh it is cringe yeah. um i i think leslie was extremely real she came um, off great on this finale I didn't think you you got a little bit spoiler alert if you're listening hopefully you already know who Gary chose oh yeah you should know that by this episode but when how they responded to um letting down how how these two women responded it's very interesting Leslie because she's been vulnerable of course, lost her mind, and the weird, and how, and how, so how Leslie intuited something from from Gary, uh, and and then when when they had that proposal and that and Gary gave her a fake out, Teresa went, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, it's, sure, sure, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I want to stab you in the fucking eye. You saw for a second her eyes go, yeah, but sh- it was a complete. Uh, it just tells you that it was a complete fake reaction. Mm. Um, and I think that's what she's kind of been giving us the whole time. I don't know if we'll, we see the real Tracer. Um, I think she's probably very, has a lot of people pleasing qualities. So it's hard for her to give her real self to someone because she's so worried about Gary's feelings. I about. agree. Yep. But reality TV doesn't love that. Doesn't look, but a man loves that. And so that's why he's going to marry her. Especially if he retired early and don't got no more money. Oh. Oh. Um. Oh, it is. Oh, I cannot wait to see your face. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Because y'all, at the end of the day, Gary is, if not anything, pragmatic. <laughs> pragmatic. This, this idea of, it's interesting. ABC, as always, tries to sell us a fairy tale, but what it winds up being is a case of what's better. What are the what are the things that are lined up for me that weigh out things? And sometimes certain things outweigh romance, true love. Love's not enough, and I agree with that. Which is why, to me, this finale was as real as it possibly could have been. This is life. It's different too with this version because when they're 20 years old, you, there's not a lot of life that has been lived. And it's a so, starter marriage. And there's not even a lot. Some of them have made a lot of mistakes, but a lot of them haven't. They're not mistakes, but yeah. not just. I'm not saying Gary's made a mistake. I don't know what to think. It's, I'm just saying live life. And it's. I, I actually think the casting of this is very difficult. Oh, I cannot even imagine because the the shit you have to wade through because the public is so uh so the you know the we're 
We're like, again, we're like the people in the fucking Coliseum, like thumbs up or thumbs down. It's everything is so black. And I and love white. that about my job. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's a perk for poods. Death. Death. Uh I I I think there's something also about when you're talking about casting, he Gary was saying he had to go through he'd like to take a like a uh like a background check, fingerprints, a psych evaluation. He was talking about the Justin Long podcast, and he said it was exhaustive. And I'm sure it was because they had to, they, what we were kind of sold is they found a man who was like a perfect man, and he, he didn't have any skeletons in his closet, in, in his closet. And no one is, no one's this perfect. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's interesting. I mean, I would never be the golden bachelor. Um, first of all, I'm not that old. Um, but I, I would never, pass, <laughs> I'd never pass the check. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would never know. I could be a contestant. You could be a contestant. Yeah. I don't think you ever would be when they ask you about what, how was your time spent in the Czech Republic and your eyes just go wide and you say nothing. Next question. <laughs> don't think it's going to be, don't think it's going to go. Can I get a, can I get a pass? <laughs> can I, can I a, pass over some things? Uh, all right. So let's just jump in. Um, the, uh, the studio audience is full of women and a few stray gay men yes. and the occasional aggrieved husband. <laughs> a few. Yes. A few. Uh, this is, and you can also see some of the golden bachelorettes in the, uh, sorry, the golden, the ladies in the, in the audience. Ladies. Lady. Uh, Faith, Joan, Sandra, and Ellen are right there and they keep, they keep, uh, and cute little Joey who we saw his, um, I kept thinking when, when, when Joey was looking at him breaking the hearts and they're like, hi, you getting ready to do this, Joey? He's like. Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. I think they've already filmed it though. So uh yeah, I bet they've, they've already, already fi- they've yeah, yeah, already yeah. filmed it or they're at least two thirds the way through. Cause I th- no, it starts in it starts January twenty second. So they they've I already got most know, of it filmed. Because they're doing it around the world bachelor again. So it's Boy, they spend so much fucking money on this show. Yeah, because it makes a lot of their money. I guess. And it's so aspirational. It makes people want to travel. With all of your mothers and your grandmothers and your aunties watch it, y'all. That's why. Um, I had a thought. uh, If anything, God forbid, God forbid, anything ever happens to Father Poodle. I'm signing my mother up for the show. Hello, Frank. Uh, I, I am uh, Mother Poodle. I have two sons. One doesn't call enough. And the and other one's gay. <laughs> Do you like that? I've become okay with it. You want to see my pride and joy? This is Muffin. Yeah. Oh, please. Uh, uh, Frank, not too fond of the other women in here. I got to say that. Uh, <laughs> I, I bet you, because your mom's pretty. I bet you, if your mom moved to Cal, she would hate it. But if she ever could move and live in California, 
she would be a commercial actor, a character actor. Oh, she she would be. I'd be her agent. She'd be the new Betty White. She wouldn't want to wait in line, though. That would be a problem. She's like, what was the hold up? <laughs> what do you mean? My audition time said 1040. I'm here at 1030. Now it's 1115. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess you're not good at running the audition. <laughs> she would. <laughs> Is my time not important to you? <laughs> cool. <laughs> Just walks out of the audition. And then she yells out to all the other women. They, they don't respect anyone's time. <laughs> God, where can I get a Diet Coke in here that's not 450? Oh, uh, uh, I mean, anyway. we can, so we can go through the, the thing. I mean, we don't have to go line the line, but ba- I no, think I what, don't want to. I Although think what, we are promised ahead. an announcement that leaves us stunned. Didn't get that. Didn't get that at all. Well, they haven't done this in a while. They've done this before when they get married. Yeah. It's, when it's been, they get married been, on live it's, television. It's been a while. Of course, as Gary says, we don't got a lot of time. <laughs> Kind of, you kind of go. Ugh. Ugh, I guess Gary. Guess. Gary has received a, a diagnosis, and he and a, needs to. Yeah. yeah, and apparently he needs so because it's interesting things you think about. If well, so, he's going to get kicked out of his house soon. So but if uh, she doesn't, if she gets married to him, then she won't get her ex husband's social security anymore. I believe, right? honey. She's fine. I know, but she's that's still money that she's because she's. Not going to get, yeah. Yeah, but she's got GameStop money. Uh, she's got GameStop stock money that she, that she, I, she's fine. Oh, yeah, I think she's Treaser, fine. Tracer is, Tracer is crazy like a fox. She's, she's got plenty of money. She's independent. She's, she's not living in a one bedroom studio starting over like Leslie. <laughs> You know, yeah, like that song from uh, If Then, Always Starting Over. I have a feeling that's what Leslie is doing. God I bless her heart. I think that's Leslie too. Always starting over. Boy, that's a cut. Anybody wow. see that show? That is uh, no, If only, slash then, it was Adina Menzel. Only and 10 people know what you're talking about. It was kind of like sliding doors. Like she was in one life here and a one life here. And like if she makes a choice... And I, 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 my review of it was, it was the, if then was the name of the show. I'm like, I prefer why now <laughs> never, never come up with the title of a show that critics could destroy. Um, it's like, I, I think they should have never, anything goes, is not a great title. I would have, I would have, my, my review would have been everything went. <laughs> What do people when you when you were having subs in? What did people do on the podcast when you started going into just long musical theater? Did their eyes glaze over? They got silent. Um, <laughs> Kyle, not Michelle. Michelle Kyle, from Bloody Day could roll. Well, I they had a scheduling conference last time. Robin was in, and Robin he kind of just picked with it. He doesn't do what you do, which is just like, oh, oh yeah, I like that. And it's so fucking fake. I'm just trying to get you to move on. That's my way. Yeah. Um, they they humored me and they listened, and I can tell they had no idea what was going on. <laughs> so I I quickly moved on because I was embarrassed. Um, but at one point, I mentioned absolutely fabulous, and Kyle's eyes just kind of went blank, and I went, "This is homophobia." <laughs> so I was able to call homophobia several times. But- 
<laughs> That's great. Uh, That's good. So that felt homophobic. Okay. Okay. Um, everyone else, Chris and Wah were fine because they were just oh, like, they're gay. they're gay already. They're gay. They're gay already. Uh, Mary Payne just kind of stared at me when I would say <laughs> something. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. That, that's what she says. I don't know what you're talking uncles. about. That's what she says about uncles. So I just moved on. I did talk about Vanita. Vanita is featured in Joy and Red's story. <laughs> So I had to talk Benita, about the Oklahoma. Yes. I haven't caught up on all that I missed yet. So I got to do that over the weekend. You better get going because holy God. I know. Apparently that episode with Kimberly, I y'all, they, people were upset. Oh, well, it's not even that. She called Jenny the C word on a clip of the tell all. I see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, there was a man in the Don't airport for Jenny, y'all. There was that fucking man with all these tattoos and shirts, shorts who called someone that at the Venice airport. And then later I heard him say, I'm from Florida. And I went, well, that tracks. Wow. Uh, an employee? No, uh, an, employee? an American traveling who was in Venice when I was, we were leaving but Venice in the airport. To one of their... Oh, yes. Yes. He called an employee that. Oh. <gasps> yeah. <clears throat> wow. Anyway. Okay, so anyway, where was I? I was talking about Adina yeah, Menzel. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, I then, saw it at the Bentages for twenty five dollars in the orchestra. That's I all you it. need to know. You're it's you're the one on tangents today. I get it. You're excited. You missed me. You won't admit it, but apparently, I'm gonna have to guide this show. How dare you? <laughs> I did miss you. I did. I'm happy to be back. So, um, <clears throat> yes. I mean, they're meeting the grandkids and the kids. Um, it's it, it's funny talking about it. It's like, why talk about all this when we just want to talk about Gary crushing all of Leslie's dreams? <laughs> uh, did you notice? I just want to say one thing about the family, his daughters and the granddaughters. I think it's interesting how... One daughter, you can tell, looks like Gary, <laughs> and the other daughter looks like Tony. <laughs> I got that. one and one. Yeah, it's like our friends Jackie and uh, Danny. I will. Oh, that's true. I will also say, you can take the girls out of Indiana, but you can't take Indiana out of the girls. You cannot. The ensembles that these women were Ooh. wearing. That pink jacket. I, I don't think that- I... That it was fluffy, so bright suede was, yes. pink jacket. If this was in the eighties, I would have started moving the dials because I thought would have thought my. <laughs> you remember when you, your television yes. was off? The the contrast, you yes. were, the the brightness and the and, and you and your brother would play with them, and then your mom or dad would go to watch TV. Stop and doing that. Go, <laughs> Who messed with the TV? Am I here? My father would go. God damn it, man! I'm just trying to watch the fucking TV. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Teresa's Teresa's family is all is all very like Newport, and they're all they've all yes. got the little, little boys have like their breeches on, and everyone's they in do. white, like they've been sailing. And you have Indiana, Indiana coming here. Indiana, that, that's going to be an interesting family blend. I'll say that now. I'll say that I agree with that as well. Teresa's um, family just came from the yacht club. <laughs> so okay, so they end up. 
they, they, all the kids meet. You know, they ask the daughters are asking if they if he had sex with Teresa, and he said not going to answer that. He said, but he said what it was about that night. He said is that the conversation was easier, the hugs were sweeter, and that's he said that's what kind of convinced. And him. she ran down her and she ran down her all of her finances. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She gave she gave me an itemized an itemized yeah. listing mm-hmm. of of her income and her all her assets. Yeah, he's like she told and all of her me liquidity a high yield savings account. I never knew. <laughs> so they go on a date that night. She, Teresa does look beautiful in this kind of zebra wrap dress. I, I I loved it. I don't know what happened. Her choices at the beginning were awful. Her her wardrobe choices. She finished strong though. Someone yeah. someone got a hold of her, or mm-hmm. she just started thinking about what's better for the camera. Or someone, some wardrobe person said, "No, that's not good. It's not going to make you look good." And mm-hmm. no, her her all of her wardrobe choices were on point. I agree. So Gary tells her, "Sorry, I gave you vodka earlier when I offered you orange juice." She was like, "Oops." Didn't mind. And so she tells a story about Billy. Billy, her ex. My, my ex-husband, Billy, he, uh, sorry, my, my late husband, Billy, gave me the, gave me that. And I made me got sick with orange juice and vodka. And, um, uh, and I forgot that she met Billy at 14, which yeah. I guess that's fine back then. I guess um, that's fine. I, this, that doesn't make sense to us. And they married, no, it doesn't. And they married at 18. And what tells you that. She it makes it makes a lot of sense about how she behaves because she behaves like a little girl. She she does behave, I think, emotionally like a little girl. And it's um, I it's and I actually feel like they do. um, I do think a lot of their relationship, it's not a and there's different ways to categorize it now. It's used wrong, but it's not a trauma bond per se, but it is the share. I think what actually. They what both know grief. Having, well, what's happened now is they, it's grief can feel very isolating. And they're, I think now they have a shared grief that in a way, um, Gary, I think said something that I thought was really beautifully said and true when he said, you know, when you describe the stories that you, Billy and I, that you and Billy had, I feel like I'm getting to know you better through those stories. Yeah. And I went, that's a beautiful perspective to look at. And that's actually, I would imagine a really healing part of their own grief journey of that person. I think, I think, and and it's okay to do this. I think he's choosing someone with the same history and background that he has. He even refers to her as the safe choice. The like- safe choice. And later on, <laughs> he even says, she knows, which I think this is true. He said, she knows how to cultivate and develop a long-term relationship. Yeah, Leslie, y'all, Leslie <laughs> clearly don't know how to do that. What is the, what is that quote? Um, Oh crap! It's from some movie. Um, uh, it, and the guy asks, they, "They're a couple who've been together. They haven't been together in a while. Are they see, they're seeing each other?" And he's like, "So you're telling me there was nobody in that whole time we were together?" And she's like, "I'm telling you, there were a lot of nobodies." <laughs> that's a good quote. Um, that's kind of Leslie's history. Yeah, yeah, it's that kind of. Oh, I'll remember that movie. Y'all help me remember who said that. It was it was a movie 
some kind of angsty movie that I or exactly. that I loved. Exactly. Yeah. Let's talk about Leslie because that's Gary Teresa. Yay, they're in love. Things are great. So Leslie, I gotta say, oh yeah, Teresa made a great impression on these kids. Oh yeah, yo, she, she knows how to do it. She does. She does. She does. Uh, uh, yeah. So Leslie, I think. Um, oh, I know what it was. Um, uh, she's in a. She's. I. I wanted to say that. Uh, where was it? Oh, oh, um, go. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was. I was yep, thinking about sure. Leslie. Go ahead. So Leslie Day, Leslie's a fun girl, fun, you know, it, it fun is. Fun Leslie. It is. It, what I do, you know, we always, guys, our people never usually pick um, that are serious in a relationship. They never pick the fun one. They're yep. always going to pick stability, which argue that whether it's right or wrong, but that's, uh, you know, it, uh, when Leslie it comes to. is for Gary is, uh, is good time Leslie, the one you bang. He even says, um, she's a lot of fun and makes me laugh. Y'all, the implied, that there's an implied but at the end of that. That's what they called me in college. Implied but. <laughs> there goes implied but. Um, hey, boys, it's always there. You just don't know it. <laughs> hey, I need my car keys back. Spit them out. Hold on. Ding. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so they're talking about their humor. Les, Gary does make a good joke. She's like, I really knew I liked him when he said the word fuck. And Gary says, that was an exclamation, not a question. Not mark. a question. That was a good one, Gary. And I wrote, you are so droll. Um, <laughs> they talk with the grandkids and even now, the granddaughters are like, I was crazy about Teresa, but now I like Leslie. I don't know. Okay. I feel like this was massaged because I don't feel like the, the, I feel like the they were kids. Yeah, like I Leslie is good as well. Their yeah. faces after Teresa to me were way. I know. They, more no, they invested. they literally. Teresa's also grandmotherly. Also, like well, she's close to his age. Yeah, Leslie's just Leslie Isn't she is 60? like hot, or maybe a couple years past that. But like Leslie's like hot milf, hot like like aunt. And she's the one that's had like news and stuff about her being a uh, being gross and like rest. Right? Is she the one that said like I I'm famous? think so? Yeah, yeah, she's she's had she's been where she was at a restaurant or something, and she's like, "Don't you know who I am?" And that's coming from a sissy, so you know yep. it's true. That's our sissies don't lie. Sissies don't, sissy don't lie. lie. Sissies don't lie. So later on. Um, even the daughters seem to kind of understand her, let's say, transient state of life that she may not be as stable. No, as they Teresa. even notice like she's emotional. So that wonders me, makes me wonder. Because one daughter said, you know, you haven't been crying today, dad, <laughs> which kind of is just Gary sobbing every day. And they're like, but that makes me feel good that you're not so Did- emotional. And they even ask her, it's almost, they ask her really, Leslie, very pointed questions like, so, you know, he wants to travel. He wants to do all these things. Do you want to do those too? Um, And she says, yes. And then Leslie says, like, do you want a proposal? And she says, yeah, but it does scare me a bit. I've never been committed in that death do us part. Aha! Take that, you corrupt scoundrels. And you can bite me, you malicious miscreants. Poodle, you look so happy. Oh, are you enjoying your favorite pastime, which is sending nudes to all the husbands who married your exes? No, Maddie. I only do that on Sundays. 
However, I am sticking it to the man thanks to rocket money. Corporate overlords aren't pulling the wool over this poodle's eyes. Wouldn't a poodle be fur, not wool? Don't kill my buzz. I am so happy that rocket money is saving me money on subscriptions I forgot about and some that I even paid twice for. Imagine what Mother Poodle would say. What are you, Jaybird? Made of money? Cool. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. So it makes sense. Really? The goal of these companies? Did you know that I was paying for one of these streaming subscriptions three times? I'm being taken advantage of! Um, are you sure you didn't have three of the same subscription because you have so many email aliases that you don't know how to keep up with them? And when you forgot your password, which you do all the time, you re-sign up under a different email? Uh, I will not let your pessimism, albeit truthful, ruin my joy. How can I be upset when Rocket Money is saving me so much money? Well, Poods, you're not alone. Did you know that most Americans think they spend about $62 per month on subscriptions? But, get this, the real number is closer to $300. That is literally thousands of dollars a year, half of which we've probably forgotten about. Oh, God. You mean there's more? <laughs> I feel like a leprechaun staring at a newfound pot of gold. I'm proud for you. But really, now that we've been on tour, things have been so hectic. And Rocket Money has been great for me because sometimes I'm not the best at checking my bank statements or I only look when something is wrong. But now that I'm using Rocket Money, it does all that for me so I don't have to worry about it. Yes, and canceling subscriptions is so easy. I love the Rocket Money dashboard. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. It's so convenient. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. And sissies, Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 billion in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $700 $40 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash realitygaze. That's rocketmoney.com slash realitygaze. Rocketmoney.com slash realitygaze. Well, I guess that's just money down the drain. Wasteful. Oh, and look at this one. That's a goner too. I guess I'm in the business of just throwing money away now. Cool. Poots, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. It's just that my entire summer wardrobe is ruined. What happened? Well, I normally can't put any of my summer clothes in the dryer. Because they're so cheap, they'll fall apart. Maybe. But I was thinking about tour costumes, and I wasn't paying attention. And when I did my laundry, I mistakenly put them all in the hot, sweltering dryer. I'm sorry. You were distracted by visions of slutty cowgirl outfits. I was. Well, how much money did you lose? For my entire summer wardrobe? The whole cost of $22.37. What? Oh, Poots, no wonder your clothes are falling apart. They're cheap and probably held together with glue. Well, style changes so quickly these days, especially in the summer. I just can't justify spending a fortune on summer clothes. Poodle, instead of a flimsy fast fashion haul, you should spend your money wisely on high-quality essentials that will last beyond the season. Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. And I love that when I wear something from Quince, it's always comfortable, always in style, and it never breaks my bank. You're right. I have so many cozy fall items from Quince, but I need to check out their summer styles. Well, right now, Quince is offering a range of must-have items like 100% European linen under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and, of course, Italian leather bags and 14-karat gold jewelry from $30. <gasps> they have gold jewelry? 
Yes, just think, Poodle. A beautiful gold bracelet would accentuate your dainty wrists. <gasps> Ooh, I want them all. And unlike Coco Chanel, I will not take any of them off. Yes, you can look rich, but you don't pay for rich prices. Listen, my cashmere hoodie is perfect for cool California nights. I always wear it to the Hollywood Bowl. In fact, I went to see Gladys Knight, and I was talking to this woman named Charlotte. No, no, no. Can you just stick to the ad? Quince doesn't have time for a Hollywood Bowl story. Well, fine. I was just saying that I told her that at Quince, all their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless, classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you'll have them in your closet forever. And all of this is because they partner directly with top factories to cut the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to you. Poor Charlotte. I bet she never got to sit in peace and enjoy Gladys. Or even the pips. Maybe. But that cashmere hoodie would cost me $300 at a department store, but because it's from Quince, it only cost me $99. But it's not just the cost that will make you feel good about buying from Quince. They only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes, so I can feel good about getting high-quality items that last longer. Sissies, upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com slash realitygaze to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash realitygaze for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash realitygaze. Oh, Lord. Let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had 
all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Way. And the, y'all, you could almost see the I Love Lucy look on the daughter's face. It's because I agree with the daughters when you look when they, she said that I went oh that's true Leslie talks about this commitment as she's gonna Scares give the it shit her, out of her though it's gonna she's gonna give it her best shot but she's terrified and there's not a knowing that someone's gonna make this work I I, I think looking, that's what Gary look, saw too looking back now I don't see how I think choosing Leslie would have been the really crazy romantic choice. Throw, throw caution to the wind. But Teresa is the pragmatic. Let's have fun. Let's live off your money. I, I don't think they would have gotten married, Leslie and Gary. I, I don't think so. I think they would and have banged it out. Ain't nothing wrong with living off money, I've heard. <laughs> living <laughs> off someone's money. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to do it the right way. So, y'all... He, uh, they're worried that she might not say yes. And, and now, now, and I think this was the nail in the coffin for, for Leslie. I think for, for, and for Gary, because when the daughters went, we're not sure that she's a sure thing and we're just giving you our read and you probably can't see this. Where uh, they were felt very safe with Teresa. And yeah. I do, I do agree. I think that was the nail. And I think that's what led to then that night with Gary, when he goes on a date with her, Y'all, that date was fucking awkward. Well, even that, even before that, when he's sitting there and she's like, it seems like you're not quite yourself. Because, y'all, she's super intuitive because uh, Leslie's a survivor and she's gotten by, she's gotten by mm. on her instinct. She's scrappy. She is scrappy, yeah. Um, and anyway, the, you, you're right. The, the, the date is extremely – and then at one point – and that, that's one of the things I wrote down was no one was as devastated as Leslie except Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the camera just focus on her? <laughs> has people, have people checked on JLH <laughs> and saying everything is okay? It's so weird who's in the audience at the back. <laughs> But like there was a there was the surreal focusing on Jennifer Love Hewitt when I love her. Me too. And I love that that Jennifer Love Hewitt has she's on that 911 show. She is. People say it's great. <laughs> I didn't know she's on that. Good for her. What do you think she's on? 
They play in Italy. That's all they play are those shows all the time. But yeah, they're uh, people who work on and and work on those shows. You want to be on those procedurals for a very long time because you're literally wiping your ass with hundred dollar bills. Y'all, not only in America, literally. it's all over. Just and it's and it's interesting. It's not even. Uh, they're not even su- they're not even dubbed. They're actually in English too. That's all they watch. If you're on one of those shows, watch, I am so proud for you, and uh, you deserve it. And you my better. Petey is on one right now. You hold on to that job for grim death, uh, <laughs> because I'm telling you, ain't nothing like that. That's like Seinfeld money. Oh, it is sign. What? Uh, what? Um, they're on a show called, I think it's Missing Persons Unit. Oh, I Petey. thought it was 911. Oh, no, Missing Petey. Persons Unit. Oh, Petey's Petey. on Missing, per- Missing Persons Unit. Whatever. Great. <laughs> Thanks we for that non sequitur. We need to start our, we need to start ours so we can be on one. I still think, I mean, they, Drew Drogi already took it, but I still think we could ASI. Gay SI. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. If you haven't watched Drew and Mike Rose do Fagney and Gacy, that's Fagney hilarious. Fagney and Gacy. But Gay SI. I love that. Mm-hmm. A new. We just yes. But it's we just specifically look for cum cum stains. <laughs> hey, I am <laughs> Gay SI, and then there could be Gay SI West Hollywood, Gay SI <laughs> South Beach, Gay SI Palm Springs. <laughs> yes, Seaches, Palm Springs, Gay SI uh, Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> That is a show. Write that down. I'm like, smells three days old. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a cop. I'm a tough cop. And I'm gay. Got that? Got a problem with it? I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you would be the cop every time say, I'm gay. You you got a problem with it? There's like guys fucking. You're like, anybody got a problem that I'm gay? Anybody got a problem with the gay cop? The pink line. <laughs> can anyway. someone make a meme of us for KSI, please? I, I can see. Yeah, I, I would love that. Um, so later on, this, y'all, she's, uh, she starts saying, she's like, I'm afraid it was me um, doing this, this to you. And I, she's like, I was vulnerable with you. And I said, remember, y'all, and this is a really important distinction to make. And please hear this and say, and know there is a distinction. There is a difference between vulnerable and needy. Mm-hmm. Needy, needy comes from a place of stuff that you need for you, stuff that you need. Vulnerable is sharing. Yeah. Different. It is different. Yeah. Some, and she's coming off as needy here. And honestly, I don't know how she wouldn't. Because she's so confused, he's acting different, but it starts to feel like she's in a spiral. I, um, I think there's a little bit, though, of, uh, I don't know if it's like a nepotism, but there's a little bit of like, and even at the end when she's like, but your words, you said that you loved me and we could be together. And I'm like, honey, did you not watch any of the shows? Every Bachelor and Bachelorette falls in love with two people. That's the point of the show. Right. But the stakes are so much higher because these people are older and also they don't they see Gary as a man with such integrity, he would never lie. But and I feel like that too. But it's the way that they've built this man up. 
But I, I just want to say, and what we a little bit know about Leslie and knowing her earlier in the season, I do feel like there's a little bit of she thinks her shit's hotter than anyone else's already. Because she's younger. Oh, yeah. She's the hottest. She's pretty. So it is a little I get bit that. of that playing into why she's so shocked that it wasn't her. Then we get the three-pronged attack where I took what I could only as death blows. Where she says, Gary, you made me feel whole. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thanks for that. Now... <laughs> I can't imagine being without you. That's such a wonderful <laughs> thing to say. It is like Robot Gary's malfunctioning. And then, I just love you so very much. <laughs> he does. He just, mouth, and he's just sitting there. Y'all, that's when Jennifer Love Hewitt... Oh, poor thing lost her mind. Oh, she's just going, oh, She God. just <laughs> grabbed her face. <laughs> I I would not be surprised if Jennifer Love Hewitt placed a call to Leslie uh, after this. And I would watch those interviews. I yeah. would. Was She was on. So she's Jennifer Love Hewitt is on 911, but she was a great on Ghost Whisperer. When I when I was dateless, sometimes on Fridays, I would watch Ghost Whisperer. Ghost, you really are a fan. I didn't know that. I didn't know I was either. <laughs> I think she's incredibly open as an actress. <laughs> you really like her. I'm glad. All the way back to Party of Five, when her boobs got real big. Well, did and you see? They just did a holiday movie with Scott. What's his name? Who Scott played? Wolf? Scott Wolf and someone thought and Lacey they were- Chabert. Oh, it was Lacey Chabert, yeah, and she played. She never loved you. It's not slumming it in Lifetime. Are you kidding me? But somebody, <laughs> JLH is is above that. God, I didn't know I was such a fan. <laughs> wow, you are really no. <laughs> I didn't know I felt so strongly about her. <laughs> I feel like I'm really defensive. <laughs> you feel her. She was the guest of honor at this tell-all. We or need this, to move on. Sorry, I'm, yeah. Y'all, then, then he tells Leslie to be happy. First of all, don't you fucking tell me how to feel. That's the first thing out of my mouth. And not hers. I mean, I think he's trying to be encouraging. I get yes. it. But don't tell me what to do. No. Mm-mm. So anyway, uh, again, I'm just hoping some. I wrote down. It's I'm, so, I hope it's so clear he's not into this. And what I appreciate, instead of making us go through the motions of that we already know now, he go, he says bye to her, and he's like, "It's time for the hugs or goodbye." He's sitting on the steps crying. She's inside crying, and she's like, "I'm not confident now. I knew today he was off." And Gary, that's when Gary's like, I got to go back in to talk to her. Yeah. And then uh, he says, when I left you, you asked me if there was something I needed to say to you. And then we do this horrible cutaway. Um, And you see, even Jesse is like pissed at the cut. Even Jesse's like, fuck. (laughs) He kind of throws his head back. Susan goes, fuck, go fuck yourself. (laughs) 
The camera was on Susan a lot too because Susan was oh, camera. Of, Susan, yeah. Susan was crying, and every time it was on Susan, she was talking to the other three women like they had just seen cats. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, did you see that one? Did you see that one's performance? Oh my god, can we go to the Nutcracker next week? <laughs> god, uh, I love Susan. So, they all, you saw you saw the Askin Quartet make an appearance um, on Joey's season. Yes, yes, April. Yes, yes, yes. April and all and Susan and and Kathy and Kathy and uh Nancy Nancy yeah yeah they're all they're all showing up they're gonna be there make y'all. that show happen make yes I would watch that in a second uh so later on he basically says uh he tells I've her he says, in love. I've made it, yeah I've made a decision I've fallen in love with Teresa and this is the direction I'm going to take. And and then, <laughs> you kind of see why Leslie maybe isn't the best in long-term relationship because her first response is, everything you told me is a lie. I would have done the exact same fucking thing. I'm going to say that right now. That would have been my reaction. And I don't least, think it would have been mine. But and it at was least honest. it's honest. It's um, honest. It's not a true. I don't think it's, I, it's her how the way she feels. It's not. It's a, 100% accurate. Accurate. But uh, it is yeah. how she feels. It's how she in feels. In that way. Yeah. And at one point, uh, uh, and he says, You're both wonderful, but only one of you has money. I mean, is right. It's right. Um, and if I and knew like, how much pain this would have caused, I never would have taken it. And then he's like, She's like, It's so typical. This is all my life. When she goes, that's when she goes into it, y'all. Yeah. And and then he she says, then she's Don't like, think that way. Don't think that way. And she's like, Don't you tell me what to fucking think. And that's when she that's when does, the audience applauds. Yeah. Ah! She does says, Well, she actually says, quote, I can think whatever the fuck I want. And that was that was great because there's just because of that was basically all the men women are that always telling had to deal with what men women how to, to how women are to feel. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't get this whole. She's like, you can say you love me, and then twelve hours later you change your mind, and she starts saying, uh, which, and she said this again later, which ugh, goes. She says, "What went wrong?" And yeah. she's not getting that nothing went wrong, you, and he tries to explain. Well, he says it's not that nothing went wrong. Uh, maybe this is later. But something just went better with Teresa. And I also wrote down, you don't want to know the answer to this. It's not going to be enough for you. It's like when yeah. someone says with their relationship, when someone's like, Why did, what went wrong with our relationship? None, no answer the other person's going to give you is going to make you, is, it, it's going to heal you. Yeah. It's, you got to do that yourself. Yep. Because at the end of the day, it's 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 not going to come from that person. No one's going to give. We've said this before. You can't get closure from other people. No, you can't. You can't get closure or self love from other yeah. people or love. And she does say, she says, "I feel like you took me down a path and you left me there." And that actually is not a fair statement because that to me is shirking all the responsibility of this relationship on Gary. Mm-hmm. She went down this path with, with him too. She co-created this relationship. And for her now to be like, he like deceived her or blindsided her. I don't think that's true. It's not. And in the moment though, I think I would say something like that. 
But I think it yeah. shows Gary made the right decision, I think, because fighting with her, because I think she's a bit of, has a bit of an ego. I think he, she, he would always have to just apologize, even if he oh, wasn't. Oh, yeah, a, for sure. Because she would make it about her feelings more than <clears throat> I, he I agree. I agree. Um, and, of course, they go right to the faith cam. <laughs> Anytime yeah. there's devastation. Close up on faith. Hold Is on. she wrecked? Hold Faith's hand. Hold Faith's hand. Hold <laughs> Faith's hand. Thank you, April. Yeah, they're all rallying around they're Faith. Rallying around that Faith. So, if she's not the Golden Bachelorette, I will eat several hats. Several hats. Uh, Leslie's does say, well, I thank you for not embarrassing me and me standing in a $60,000 dress and... I don't it's think a great line. Be sixty thousand dollars worth, but no. thank you for not embarrassing me this way. And she said, "Teresa's a great girl. I can't say anything bad about her." And Gary says, "I'll see myself out," and he leaves. And later on, Leslie is there, uh, introduced, and she looks great. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Let me one the last thing. Oh, thing, Gary, Jesse I'm comes a bad up. person. I'm a bad I'm, person, Jesse. I took a really good person. I pulled their heart out. I fucking broke her heart. I hate myself. Now, do I think this is authentic? I do. I do too. I do. Yeah, I think the image he said, the image of her face, I'll never get out of my head. I, I think. I think be- this is. I don't know about that. I think though. The emotions he's having then, what I will give Gary is he does seem to have some emotional vocabulary unlike a lot of men at that age. So I, I will give him so much leeway for that. Um, I agree. And I think that's one of the things that these women loved because they're, they're used to – Men just talking about they, – they go on dates. Men just talking about fishing and their 401ks and how their grandkids hate them. Oh, God. Even like where I'm on a bus at the fucking airport in Germany trying to get to a plane, and I just have to listen to American men talk about fucking sports. <laughs> and I went, God, can I just get That's away from this? American tourists are the worst. And you notice they always talk louder than uh, everybody else around you? Yes, yes. There was in Hawaii, uh, I would totally recommend going to Hawaii. We're going to talk about Italy and Hawaii when on the night day shows. But uh, when I will tell people, if you want to visit Hawaii, it's lovely at any time of year. Just know at Thanksgiving, you're going to be surrounded by a lot of multi-generational families. Whoa. Grandpa, grandma, kids, adult children, and other children. And in some cases, great-grandchildren. Whoa. And so you'll have lots of grandpas with booming voices at the pool telling their kids how to run their lives, which was triggering. Um, <laughs> and, and also children and also hot dads playing with their kids in the pool, which was also triggering because that never happened for me. <laughs> So I was triggered on every <laughs> way possible. You just were full on smashed by it 11 a.m. fucking cats in the cradle constantly. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so glad we're gay in here. Let's Give me go another have sex. Mai tai and let's go have let's, an orgy. Let's go, <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, go pick up a 21-year-old on the apps. Let's go. Ugh, this is fucking 
get me out of Breederville. Um. Anyway, and into Breedville. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, okay, where was I? Sorry. So um, Leslie is talking. This is on now live, and Leslie is talking to Jesse, and she was talking about she was she really felt a hundred percent certain she was that girl. We already talked about this, and so Gary comes out and talks to her, and that's where we have again this uh, kind of a cringe kind of conversation of her still, you know, saying. She's like, I was blindsided. Why wasn't it me? Um, and Gary also, says, oh, I would say before that, this gutted me. She's like, I was so confident in, in the choice that it was him. I picked a dress. I wrote my vows. She did write her vows. Y'all don't write the vows early. It's the kiss of death. <laughs> See, I, I, when she said it, I went, you dumb bitch. You I know. Not and, get that's, show. and that's when I went, you really went, you, you closed your eyes here. What's it and called? Counting your cooks before they cat, cat your cooks. No, you count, you count, count your, your chickens um, before they're hatched. That's it. Cooks. What the fuck? Why do I want to think about chickens when they're just birds who are going to kill you? Oh, by the way. Um, I think you would love Kauai and I want you to go there, but I want to be there with a camera because there's chickens all over the island. Nope. <laughs> Thank it's God. It's a beautiful to island. I went to Italy when it was cold and there were hardly any birds flying around. What about Piazza San Marco? It wasn't that bad. Really? Because of the cold. Yes, it wasn't that bad. I was going to tell you there are places you probably should not go in Italy. And I was, was very concerned. I think it's more of a summer <laughs> thing. It was great. It's Pigeon Town. I know. Uh, anyway, so he, she says, I go through life uh, cautiously optimistic. And I think, it's, I think that's, a, that's a little bit of erroneous for her to say. What she does is she ignores... What what she meant is she ignores, um, ev- she ignores maybe gut feelings that she has. Instead, she kind of and she kind of becomes a romantic and forgets everything pragmatic. Yeah, that this that. is a show where he's dating someone else. Exactly, and Gary says too. I don't know if I would have done this if my heart knew what it was going to go through. My head got it, but my heart wasn't ready for this. And so I was giving everyone my complete attention. Yeah. Um, and he's like, it didn't go wrong. It was just right with someone else. And she said, I don't know if I can accept your apology, but I understand it. And yeah. Les- Leslie said, you know, when Jesse asked her, she said, I'm glad he told me he loved me because she gave this great message of you show me I need a man with integrity. And I'm, I'm, ang- I'm not angry. I'm just hurt. And I thought, well, that was a very well said distinction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... In some ways, I kind of wish Leslie was definitely the one that was hurt, but I'm glad he was able to say things like, um, he apologized to her, but at the same time, I would have, I would, in a way, I would have liked to, him to defend, you know, I chose the person who was right for me at the time. That's the show. And or he said that, but he never said that's the show. I yeah. think if he would have said that, it would have felt cruel. Like I that's agree. Like him saying, "I chose her. That's life." And it would have I been think, a um, a Jake Pavelka kind of situation. Think, especially as because 
He's a Did smart- you ever see them? Jake and Vienna. Oh God, he was so awful to her. I did not see that. Oh, ah, they were like on a fucking talk show too. It was it was one of the most uncomfortable things. You can Google Jake and Vienna on talk show, and how he's so awful. He was hot too. He was the pilot. <sighs> anyway, so okay, so we see him. He sees Teresa at back back in Costa Rica that he proposes to her. He's like, "You're the person." He says, "You're the person that I can't live with." We already talked about this. We see Teresa basically oh, shit her you. pants. Uh, okay, okay, okay. That, 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 Just that's kidding. Fine. You're the that's person fine. Fine. I can't live with. <laughs> yeah. She's like, that was good. So he gets down when he asks for Mary, and then he actually pulls out an actual golden rose. Uh, I wonder if this was heavy. That was my first. Thought. I thought so too. I I think it it was probably cheap, um, and definitely not solid gold. Maybe. Uh, so then they come out. We see them. Like we said, she looks gorgeous. Uh, he looks great too. But I love this dress and. They ask about the overnight because people keep – and Gary is still not answering that. But Therese, Jesse does say what was it about the overnight, and that's where we said that he said, well, because – Anal. <laughs> anal. But they, he talks about, I knew she could maintain a long-term relationship with her Ira. I mean, her heart. <laughs> um, <laughs> so and, did you hear him – did you hear them say, I think Billy and Tony would be really happy for us? And I'm like – who the fuck do you think you are knowing thinking what dead people want? Like oh. I've said before. Oh, if you die before me, <laughs> I'm I, just to piss you off. I'm going to be like, you know what? Poodle would have wanted me to give half of this money to little orphan children. Poodle would have wanted that. What a sucker. <laughs> oh, but no, I'm going to say all the time. It's what it's what Jake would have what wanted. I would have wanted. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> They've got enough charities. Just to piss you off when you're dead. No, this, but this idea that people think, oh, they would have been happy for me. I'm like, don't speak for your dead wife or your dead husband. Jesus. Well, I get it what they're saying. I just wish they'd, I wish they'd, I, I don't, I don't know if I love the idea of. I, I understand what you're saying. I think it's though like, uh. It is a way, though, and maybe they're seeing it this way, but, like, uh, they, you think, I think they would have been happy. It makes you feel like they're there more because I feel like I actually would argue and say this is not a relationship of two people. I feel like this is a relationship of four people. It's a foursome. And, and two of them are dead. But the ghosts are there and they Ooh, are that's kinky present. as hell. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> wow. Ooh, so, that's, that's even a lot for me. Y'all, okay, Two don't pull over. We're, we're remote. There's a police siren by me. Tell them to fuck off. We're talking about The Bachelor. Now, Teresa does says, I'll tell you, I knocked his boots off with kissing. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Uh, I thought yeah. she said knocked his boots off. She said with kissing. She tries oh. to say, I'm a good kisser. So, y'all, they get the thing. There's no age limit on love. Don't waste any minutes. Love, 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 love. It's our first golden couple. I did enjoy the transition when Jesse said, and we're back with our newest and oldest couple. I was like, that's a good, <laughs> you can really only say that on this show. And Teresa says, when I go into stores like Bertolt Goodman or, uh, or Hermes, oh. um, people always say, oh my God. Oh my God. And uh, we also see a, uh, 
like a trailer for Joey's. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're not covering that, but we do see Ask. I don't think in we're it. going. We're not going to cover it. Yeah, no, I don't. Think <clears throat> um, I actually would like to cover The Bachelor as for fun. I just don't think we have the time. There's not a lot of time. It's a lot. It's a lot bigger thing. Um. Yeah, but it would be fun. I especially it would be fun with the young. There would be a lot of reality gaze theater with all those young people. Uh, oh, that's, that's, I wish we could just do it and then like stop after it gets to the serious shit. <laughs> like the I'm first, bored. The yeah. first six episodes, and then we're out. And I'm like, eh, bored, bored. Yeah. So we find out that ABC is sending them to Italy on their honeymoon well he says it'll be the honeymoon because we don't got much time left because apparently we're gonna get murdered um so we're gonna get married on january 4th live on tv like who wants to marry a millionaire with darva conger uh, this is almost <laughs> as exciting as Cher's christmas album <laughs> let me just say i i i watched it in hawaii uh, and when that came on in, this is how sweet, uh, the guy I'm seeing is he got a bungalow about mm-hmm. the pool and we watched the p- parade, uh, a little pool TV, little TV. Cause I wanted oh. to watch the Thanksgiving parade. Oh, that's very sweet. And he wanted to watch the dog show. Um, I love the dog show. He's a dog person, even though his dog recently died. Did I tell you his oh, dog? No. Well, his dog died. <laughs> Oh, when? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't believe I haven't told you the story, and I'm just going to tell it on the air. Great. Um, I met his dog, like, kind of like New Year's Eve-ish, and I stayed over that night. And the I was kind of like, the next day. I met the dog, and the dog was kind of like not feeling well, um, <gasps> and I put my... <laughs> I was like petting the dog and the dog, uh, the dog kind of was like going away and I was like petting the dog and the dog was kind of like being nice. And, but I could tell the dog wasn't feeling well. Uh, the dog died 36 hours later. (laughs) I killed the dog. (laughs) You killed the dog. (laughs) I didn't. Oh my God. It was a perfectly nice dog. The dog was old. The dog was like, oh, the dog was a boxer. Wow. And the dog was a like, boxer. That was my yes. first dog. Yeah, you've said that before. So the dog was having stomach problems. And then they I discovered. I have an animal here problems. on my desk of a boxer. It looks wow. ridiculous. You. <laughs> he well, said, you, he you, said you, it's sweeter. You cleared the deck, didn't he, you? He said. <laughs> You needed all the attention on the poodle. That's what you need. All the love for you. He said, I think she might have wanted to meet you because, and that was it. Because one, one love came out of his life and another one came in. I didn't see it like that. Um, I just thought the dog just went, well, I'll never compare to that. (laughs) poods you know i hate asking you for advice yeah that's why your life is a mess you make terrible choices as i was saying i think in this instance i need to ask you for help Ooh, this feels good i feel like i should have a throne to sit on will you kiss my shoe focus 
Okay, so as you know, I'm starting to put myself out there again, and recently I kind of hooked up with a guy. Let me guess. You met him at a Dr. Pepper exhibit or in the aisle of a Ralph's grocery shopping for Oreos? No. We met at a meet and greet for men who like to knit. I just got so sad. Continue. Well, the meeting was in a park, and it was very warm that day, and later on when I went back to his apartment. All right, now we're getting to it. What kind of weirdo are we talking about here? Have a third nipple? Curly toenails? Glass eye? No, but, but he did smell a bit swampy down there. Ah, yes, the delicate dance of summer begins. Well, yes, and now that summer is happening, I'm doing more outdoor things, and I want to keep things fresh in all the right places. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. It's all about your underwear, Maddie. It's a common mistake for someone as inexperienced as you. See, for most of the year, fancy underwear technology sounds unnecessary. Breathable, quick-dry, moisture-wicking, anti-odor, most of it's overkill. But then summer hits. Steaming beads of sweat are forming slimy pools in places they shouldn't. Suddenly, breathable, quick-dry, moisture-wicking, and anti-odor are sounding pretty damn essential. Wow, when you put it like that. Maddie, summer is coming fast, and you need to be prepared like me. With Me Undies. Me Undies has something for every guy this summer. Their micro-modal fabric is breathable and comfortable, especially the ball caddy with its special pouch to help you avoid bat-winging. Bat-winging? Yeah, you know when your kiwis get splayed out like a lumpy pancake? Hey, boys, it's hot in here. Oh, well, I love Me Undies, but I've never had their micro-modal fabric. You know I hate to be hot, and Me Undies micro-modal fabric keeps me cool. The material is light, breathable, and has a great fit so that it makes my peach look ripe for the picking. Ooh, but I am leaning in. Oh, yes. MeUndies has a cut for every guy's butt. They have over 10 different styles, ranging from boxer briefs to jock straps to their special ball caddy pouch underwear that keeps you from bat-winging ever again. And these cuts come in over 100 different colors and prints, ranging from black to all over dinosaurs. And I do love that they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Oh, and I love the return policy, too. When I purchased my first pair of MeUndies, it was the wrong size. Way too small. I'll have you know it was too big. Whatever you have to tell yourself. Anyway, I tried to return it, and they said keep it. Yes, because if you're not happy with your first pair of undies, it's on me undies. Sissies, there's no need for you or your man to be swampy this summer. MeUndies signature super soft micromodal fabric is breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. If you need something even more breathable and summer-proof, check out the Move Me line with Breathe Fabric, which has moisture-wicking and anti-odor technology, perfect for working out or just keeping you extra cool on those sweltering days. Well, thanks, Poods. You know, I usually refrain from asking you for advice as much as possible, but this time it worked out. Lord, I didn't want to be right, but I am. Sissy, summer is coming. Be prepared with MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. In all, in all honesty, the dog was a little bit old for a boxer because they don't live that long. Um... Yeah, um, please so, don't yeah. post about your boxer in the Facebook group. We don't approve dog posts because everybody gets crazy. We, about we them. can't approve pet posts, and it, it is kind of sad. All go fucking crazy because so they it. always go sideways. And someone's like, "But what about?" Nope, they nope. always go Sorry. sideways. You're gonna post a picture of your dog in a Santa hat, and then someone's gonna start screaming at you in all caps and say, "Did you get that from a breeder?" And then it's, we're off and running. I promise you. Y'all can't be y'all can't be trusted you, you can't in be the trusted. Facebook group Sorry. to do dog you posts or any pet posts. It it goes people's pets are more precious to them than their children. Yes. And it's off limits. As they should be. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, what a circus. Oh, what a show. That 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 is our show. And that's what I wrote down. What a circus that they're having this wedding televised. Ah. Uh. Um, they've done it. They've done them before, like bachelor weddings, but none this soon. Um, so we'll see. We'll we see. we will be doing something for that. So <laughs> stay tuned. Um, we won't be just leaving you in the dark. Um, uh, here we go. I'm now going to share the Jerry. Uh, from this is a oh, sorry, yeah. Gary. The Hollywood Reporter did an article, America's most trusted news source, almost as good as Starcasm. Mm-hmm. Um, Hollywood Reporter article was called, I want to get this right because I'm, I'm going to cite them and quote them. The Golden Bachelor's Not So Golden Past by Suzanne O'Malley and Barbara Lippert. So Gary was portrayed as a former, as a retired restaurateur. Remember that? Yeah, he was portrayed as someone with wealth. Not wealth, but... But it's suggested. Like, yes, he's, yeah. he retired. They said he retired at 55, and he's kind of been living since then. Au contraire. So, he, he's actually, he owned a drive-in, a hamburger franchise. And so it wasn't like, it's not a restaurant, it's, it's, a, it's an In-N-Out burger. But that's a restaurant, but still. He sold that in 1985. After that, he had kind of sales and management positions in the meat business, and he worked... And he did other, he did kind of like other jobs, like he did hot tub installing and he did, he was a maintenance man at a mental health facility. Okay. And there, it's interesting that we're, we, we talk about that. A mental, the mental health center is where he met a woman who they're calling Carolyn. They don't call her real name because she didn't want to be talked about. Um, whom he had a three-year relationship with. Remember, it is It is not – he's basically said on the show he has not had a woman in his life since Tony. He that was that. a lie. Yeah, that was a lie. So uh, it, be- it began one month after his wife died. Now, I'm not here to judge him for that. That is when, you're, when, you're, when your yeah. mother – when your mother had the man's 
light go when she saw the light go out of his yeah, when eyes. She saw the light go in his eyes. She dated, got into a very, uh, got into a relationship with a really ferocious alcoholic just a month later. It is a very common thing. Yeah, because um, you get lonely, and so I'm I'm not here to judge him for that. Uh, but it is, it does make you give pause to this kind of angel on earth that yes. we think Gary is. Anyway, um, she was 14, 14 years younger than he was. And they dated for 10 months and then lived together for a year and nine months. Oh, wow. So this isn't a fling. This is a substantial, almost three-year relationship. Yes. So it, I understand how this wasn't convenient for the show. Mm-hmm. And but boy, what holes this fills in. Yeah. And anyway, he also he but after his wife passed, he also went out with a waitress from a bar and restaurant near where his lake house was. So he did date around. They said he dated four or five other women, but this was the woman who was consistent. And people who knew Gary and knew Carolyn said the idea of Gary not having kissed another woman in six years is stupid. And it's a lie. So these were things the show actually manipulated. Mm-hmm. And and then Carolyn says that he also used lines on her <laughs> like these used on the ladies. Because of course he did. Of course. We, y'all, y'all, we, we, we all, all use do the same lanes. We all do that. But uh, he also, he asked Carolyn to move into the lake house almost a year before she would consider it because uh, she was she was skeevy about moving into the house of a widower and uh and then she finally said yes she gave up her life in iowa gary promised her elderly mother that he intended to eventually marry her uh she quit her job and got a new one near the lake house in indiana then she says the surprise has started gary told carolyn that her share of the expenses would be about a thousand a month (laughs) That they were going Dutch on everything. Okay. And uh, and she said, I would pay my half of the meal to him in advance. And when the check came, Gary would pay the whole check. And it would look like he was the man to pay the whole check. Boy. So y'all, Dutch Gary, and, I, that, and it makes perfect sense because y'all... Teresa and Gary can go Dutch. Leslie can't go Dutch. No, she can't. Anyway, uh, so she was packing. He had his high school reunion, and he looked at her and said, I'm not taking you to the reunion looking like that, because she said he, she had put on 10 pounds. And she said, from stress. But she said, I certainly wasn't fat. And that led to the breakup, and he told her to be out of the house by January 1st. While she was packing, she fell down the stairs and required a trip to the ER and foot surgery. And Gary accused her of the fall as an ex- as using this fall to an excuse to prolong her stay and thought that she might sue him. Wow. Uh, he refused to let her stay in, their, in his house during the final two weeks notice she gave her boss and told her to go to a hotel. And, at the end, and he did say, let me know when you get to your hotel a lot. And okay, and I wrote. This has been all been confirmed by her friends and relatives, and certain relatives and friends of his. Wow! So I mean, this I'm sure all there's happened. his part of the story too. But that did, wow, woo! And I'm not, and I'm not really here to talk about all of the 
mean-spirited things. I'm here to talk about the finances. It yeah. just tells you that's really important. And it yeah, seems- but it's not on any of these shows we talk about. I, I will say I got to give it to Love Is Blind. It is one of the few shows that actually will talk about finances. As mm-hmm. in dating, because none of these shows do that ever. Because they do that, y'all, because you don't want to think about your finances at home. Yeah. So they don't want to bring it up because they want you to have a re- escape from the show. And because of what we hear when we see Jerry, see Gary is suit how they've dressed him. Yes. Lake house. Yep. And that and and retired at fifty five. Mm-hmm. I think loaded. And that is not the case. Now, because here's the deal. If he was, I'm just going to say this. If he was an older man with wealth, he already would have been remarried. Thank you. Ding, ding, ding. He would have been already a bachelor. Ding, ding, ding. Or, yeah. And she would have been 35. Yes. He would at the At the <laughs> most. Because men are pigs. And there, there's no gay men or straight men. We're That's all pigs. What, yeah, suey. That's my. That's what my tramp stamp says. No, it does say <laughs> suey, y'all. It does. <laughs> so, I would just like to to let this inform, or maybe this may have informed his decision making. Of he wants to live the good life, y'all. By the way, they're they're moving to Charleston, South Carolina. They're moving oh, they to are. my state. Oh wow! So is they want to travel. Is? No, they're just she has a son. She has a son who lives outside Charleston, and he was talking that he wanted to move to some place like Charleston, and she mentioned that. And he's like, well, let's just move there because they can because she's got a lot of money. Okay. Leslie couldn't go Dutch with him. You know what? <laughs> I've met a lot of people. I met two – this daughter – and uh, daughter, this daughter with her mother, and then another daughter with her father, and they they were on trips with their parents. Yes, I think it's lovely. I, I it. just don't see a lot of gay men taking their mother's place. I maybe we should. I think no. I think a lot of it has to come. To the, I think a lot of it is about the 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 idea of you imagining spending at least not even three days alone with your mother somewhere horrifies you to I no could, end. I could do it, but in a tourism situation, I don't think I want it. Um, I I will say I I the daughter mother thing I I do see a lot. I don't know if there's a lot of gay men taking. Their I disagree. Places. I think there's a lot of gay men that take their mama on trips. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Well, we come don't at have us, a lot gay of, men. Come at us, gay men who take your mothers on trips. We don't have a lot of gay men to listen to the show. It's just women. So anyway, all right, everybody, that's it. That's the show. That's your golden that's bachelor wrap up. Wrap Smack up. it in the bag. It's done. We'll see you for something in January. We'll let you know what we're planning with that. Uh, we're going to try to mix it up too. Stay tuned for an we, earth-shattering we, announcement. That's not stunning. really that earth. That's not really that earth-shattering. <laughs> we will be. We will be covering. We will be covering the golden wedding. So yes, yeah, so January fourth. Don't the date you of that. worry. Um, all right, everybody. We will see you then. Until then, we want to say what poods. You forgot the sign off. Yeah, yeah. We want to. Um, uh, we want to ask you. Yes, we want to ask you. Yes. The whole season long. Now we're at the end. Will you accept, you accept our golden, our golden, rose golden rosebud? <laughs> It's still awful. It's still awful. 
I just see gold leaf uh, on my asshole. <laughs> you know what? And I know how the Venetians did that. I just learned. <laughs> Bye, all. Blown glass. I will be still.